Hey guys, it's Missy and JJ, and um, we wanted to let you know that um, our sweet Bubba Smith, my stepfather, passed away Monday the 8th. He passed away in his sleep, and I've asked JJ to come on here. She wanted to, you know, when they ask you to speak about somebody at a funeral, and um, it's one of those things where you want to, but then the nerves get the best of you. But And the tears. And the tears. And... Um, he had a beautiful celebration. It was a celebration of life, and uh, mm-hmm. I want to let you say what you wanted to say. So, <laughs> Well, there's so many, many things you could say about Bubba, but um, yesterday uh, was November 13th, and I think it was a God wink that it also just happened to be National Kindness Day, <laughs> and, and I thought, you know, that was so appropriate to be Bubba's service day because Bubba was one of the kindest men I have ever met in my life. Mm -hmm. So full of love. And, um, you know, we've said this probably a million times that he would always talk about speaking life into someone or speaking Jesus into someone. And, you know, I think a big part of that is kindness. And he would always, anyone he came in contact with, he would always try to be kind to them and brighten their day and speak life and speak Jesus into them. Like he would be going in for one of his infusions for his treatments, and he would tell the nurse, thank you so much for being here and doing your job and, and doing allowing me to get this treatment, mm-hmm. you know, today. And he, you know, the, and as time went on, the nurses would come to his house, and he would, you know, be so grateful to them and just— just shared the love of Jesus with everybody he came in contact with. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Like when I went to the doctor um, with him, he did that over and over in people's faces. Their whole demeanor changed mm-hmm. yeah. because he is speaking life into them. And Jesus, speaking he, Jesus. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, he was sincere about it. He what It wasn't something he was just, he, it was from his heart. Yes. That he was doing this. He would go, thank you so much for being here and what you do. It was genuine. It was genuine. genuine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, me and Bubba, when we when I was younger, we were like oil and water. There's podcasts about it. Uh, we did not get along. Of course, he's my stepfather. But um, as the years went on, God prepared that relationship. It took many, many years and us turning to Christ. And the more we grew in Christ, the more our relationship was repaired. And what I saw this weekend with my family, and um, when I say my family, I mean his kids and his grandkids. Uh, they're part of our family. Mm-hmm. Um, and how much every one of them loved him. Yes. I would see somebody in there with him holding their hand. Um, I think I saw Sage in there holding his hand, and I thought, gosh, he loves him so much, and people would be in there. And what it is he made every person feel like they were his favorite. Is that a good way to put it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I imagine mm-hmm. that's how Jesus is with us. That's why I mm-hmm. want to tell that story because so Jesus loves each of us so much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's no person of, what is that saying? Um, no respecter of, oh, shoot, I can't think of the thing. Um, it didn't matter who you were. He made you feel special, and that's what Jesus does. Mm-hmm. And when Bubba passed away, it was just me and my mom. He had already passed, and I said, just think, Mom. He gets to see Jesus' face. 
Mm-hmm. And if that's the first thing I can think of when that man passed, you know he was just full of Jesus. Yep. I mean, he was just full of that. And um, we're going to miss him. It's going to be a hole in our, you know, life. Yeah. And we asked for prayers for my mom and um, his daughter, Robbie, especially. Um, she's having a hard time, and we just want to wrap our arms around her and, you know, and my mom, too. So... Um, we just pray that God heals all relationships if you have something like that and that He brings us all closer together. Yeah. But uh, I hope you'll go back and listen to Bubba's teachings because that man taught me so much. Both he and Helen have, have helped me to grow so much uh, as a Christian and as a Christ follower, and I wouldn't trade it for the world, all the knowledge that and inspiration that Bubba gave to me. So here we put together a few tidbits from the podcast. Of course, it's only from six podcasts. He did so many. So go back and listen to him, and uh, we hope you enjoy those. Um, I like hearing this sweet, sweet voice, so I really mm-hmm. enjoy listening to these tidbits. If we did it, everyone, you know, we wanted to do it, would probably be three hours long. Mm-hmm. So uh, we just made a short one and enjoy it. <coughs> and um, we are going to be back to our regular rotation um, after this, we had JJ fill in when she did a fantastic job oh. on the Lord's Prayer. If you hadn't listened to that, um, and I did a dreams and visions, and um, well, I, I don't even know what was for that. <laughs> we were trying to fill in while we were all going through this hard time. So bear with us. We're going to be back stronger than ever. And we love you guys. Thank you for your support. We love you guys. And we pray for you. Enjoy this. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Well, I had a birthday on uh, last Tuesday. Uh, Tell them how many years. 83rd birthday. And uh, uh, part of the family, those that could make it, all of them, I think, were here in spirit and in love. And uh, mm-hmm. they, uh, we, Helen and I walked to the mailbox every day, not just to get the mail, but to walk and to get some exercise. And, they had planned it. She was in on it. and uh, <laughs> You I didn't know up. anything, right? No, I didn't know a thing. I got up there and it come <laughs> eight cars or... About 10 or 12 10 or 12 cars. cars. Yeah, full of people. Full of people, horns blowing. Somebody had a siren <laughs> on and whistles and everything else. And I didn't know what it was, you know. It's surprising. It was our family coming by and they were... Uh, singing happy birthday to me and gave signs and stuff and they came uh-huh. by and I, that end of our street is a turnaround and they turned around and came back up and they would stop uh-huh. each one and, uh, wish me a happy birthday and all of this stuff that's going on best birthday mm-hmm. ever best, best birthday, birthday ever. ever and yes. you said I am I'm so loved Yes. Yes, that was a cool thing. Every one of those, uh, all of my family, I hope they know how much they're loved. When you first got married, Mom tells a story about um, how happy y'all were the day you got married and that God told her after 20 years, you'll be more blessed and happy than you've ever been, even on your marriage day. And... 
although you don't feel physically good, I can tell you that watching y'all now is just so sweet and a sweet love story. And I know it's not all uh, candy canes and rainbows, but, <laughs> you know, um, as far as just love, that's what I see. Well, I can tell you the truth. I, I cannot imagine my life right now without your mother. What a blessing she is. What a, what a, I know she prayed for me all the time. Mm-hmm. And what a servant she is. And that's, and when I say servants, it's not a bad thing. It's Christ like. Right. Jesus said, I came to serve. Lord, what she gives up for me. And I know that she'll be rewarded for this, but she keeps me afloat. She, she keeps me honest and she keeps me going. She doesn't baby me. So, and I know she prays for me. I keep going into prayer. You know, and there's a Bible. There is in First uh, Thessalonians, uh, the Bible says, pray without ceasing. And I do, and I know she does. She prays all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm just uh, so thankful for her that, that she's here praying for me. Not all the, the physical stuff she does for me, but she's praying for me. Mm-hmm. Prayer is important. And you pray in the name of Jesus. Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. Mm-hmm. So you pray in Jesus' name. Well, mine's personal. Surrender to me is personal. Because uh, before I met your mother, I was in church and I was broken. I was broken. And uh, I remember the young man who actually passed away from cancer he was a Methodist preacher. Rick Arnold was preaching. And he said, if whatever business you got to do with God, do it today, right now. Well, I'd pray the sinner's prayer, and I'd ask for forgiveness and for salvation. But I never really had surrendered in a word effect. But that day, I didn't say the word surrender, but I did the same thing. I said, okay. You, you, uh, you. I don't know what to do. I'm giving you control. Whatever you want me to be, I'll be. I can't do it anymore. I've lost it and I've messed up. And from that way, it didn't happen overnight. But even probably still doing it to some extent with me, still peeling layers off of me, and uh, so I can get closer and closer to him. But I, I, to me, it was personal to surrender. You know, I surrendered to his authority, his sovereignty, and who he is. So I gave it to him that day. And uh, uh, so he's, did I change overnight? No. Uh, step by step, yes, have I changed? I've, I, I really believe I've changed a whole lot. Here's a thought. You know, we talk about comfort zone. Well, one of the names of the Holy Spirit is Comforter. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, so we want to make sure we have the Comforter when we get out of our comfort zone. <laughs> his, presence, right. his presence needs to be with him. We need to ask him mm-hmm. to go with us or to keep us for what we're doing. But God saved each of us for a purpose 
Mm-hmm. And it's to speak life into somebody. Yeah. It takes getting out of your comfort zone sometimes. And I know I've been, your mom asked me the other day, too, when have you ever stepped out of your comfort zone? I said, I went mm-hmm. to Africa. I went to Africa. I went to Peru, Colombia, Costa Rica, Guatemala, Mexico, Scotland. And I said, sometimes I get out of comfort zone <laughs> with you. <laughs> <laughs> I did that last Sunday. <laughs> I made a big mistake. Uh oh. Uh oh. Did you have to go in timeout? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I won't it. even ask you about it. I won't even ask about it. But you know, you get out of your comfort zone. Uh, and uh, it's just it's just a marvel that God uses us, you know. And uh but, so you can get out of your comfort zone in ways that you don't know. You just pray. God will put somebody in your face that you can talk, speak life into, speak Jesus right. into. How do you know what is a false gospel and how do you not be, how, are, how not to be deceived by these false gospels and false teachers? You know, I was talking to a friend of mine a while ago. Yeah. If it don't taste like, smell like, and look like Jesus, I don't want nothing to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, you call him any name, Savior, Healer, Deliverer, Mm -hmm. Demon Caster Outer. I (laughs) I like that. Demon Caster Outer. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he did a lot of that, especially in Mark. I was overwhelmed when I started listening to this Bible study Mm -hmm. about Mark and how much... He was casting out demons. Yeah. I guess that would be called a deliverer. And that's the reason he came. But they didn't grab Those disciples didn't grab it. And I don't believe they could have drank the cup he was about to drink on the cross. So uh, just to think of that. But that's, that's what I'm believing. Well, I think interesting, too, like another question is how many, how many loaves and how many fish do you have? Well, he knew how many loaves and how many fish they had. If he had just taken a basket with two loaves and two fish and did it, they wouldn't get to see. They would miss the whole miracle. He had to ask them, "How many fish and how many loaves do you have?" So that they knew, "Oh, we only have two. You know, fit. You know what I mean?" They had to see what he was fixing to do, or they would have missed the whole thing if he hadn't had them participate in that. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, he, like you said, he knew what they had, but he wanted to show them what he had, you know, with what they got. <laughs> You're so you, good. You know. <laughs> he wanted to show what he had. Yes. The older I get, the less I know. And the more I seek him, I want to know more and more and more about him, you know. This world and the problems and the cares of it, sometimes we, we don't think that the Father cares, but he does. But our hope is not yeah. just here. It's it's eternal into the next life. And uh, yesterday, Missy, you'll remember, and, uh, I did a, a, a kind of a makeup devotional about when your mom and Robert and I were in EE. And there were two questions that we asked. Uh, in EE, asked, uh, first was, if you died tonight, are you sure you'll go to heaven? And the second one was, if you did die tonight and stood before God, what, and he said, why should I let you into my heaven? What would you say? 
And uh, I can say I have a hope because I have a hope in Christ. And uh, I think that's, that's the whole reason that Christ came is to give us all a hope. For 400 years before that, there was darkness. The prophets weren't hearing anything and nobody's. And then on that Christmas, uh, Christmas, a hope was born. A light was brought into a dark world. And we now have hope. So I've had, I've gone through my. Isn't that awesome? I mean. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you go ahead. Uh, I said there, there have been times in my past. That, that my hope seemed real dim. I didn't have the light. Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. it's this process. And uh, now I have a hope. Uh, probably most of the people that were here yesterday and knows that I'm closer to seeing that, seeing the Father than any of you. But I have a hope. I'm not afraid. I have a hope mm-hmm. in Christ. And, uh, I know what I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him I'm here because of the blood of Jesus. And I believe that he died for my sins. And so I have a hope. And uh, so I'm just praying that everybody else will see that hope too. He, I just felt his love on me and his uh, coming in and say, it's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. And it was. And uh, I calmed down. I felt that stuff. But... There are times when I, I think uh, times when I, uh, like uh, when this foster kids stuff started and how he spoke to me about that. And uh, mm-hmm. just, uh, it wasn't, you know, what makes it so godlike is, uh, for, is it didn't come in a grand thing and it didn't come in. He was going to build all these buildings and do all this magnificent stuff. He just asked me to, Ask for a dollar to start with, you know, and that's so godlike. I mean, he comes to the shepherds. He didn't come to a ruler or or, or mm-hmm. a big political figure. He came to lowly people, and he just came to lowly Bubba and, you know, and spoke about that, and that that's been going on. What a blessing that's been to, to see how God's uh, using uh, that ministry and it, just, just different things, and, and sometimes, uh, sometimes uh, he'll tell me to shut up, you know, and just put a watch over <laughs> my mouth and keep the door of my lips. I don't always follow that, but just different mm-hmm. things. Uh, just in prayer time, especially as he gets real with me, and he'll I'll be praying about mm-hmm. maybe it's about like praying for man and stuff, and he'll really. Like this morning, I was praying for Matt, and you know what's going on with his surgery, and I mm-hmm. was praying into that, and it, I just it just magnified to pray for that and to pray for oh, the healing. Yeah. So it, you know, it's just something that came on. I mean, it's like a prayer. Mm-hmm. I pray for him every day, just like I pray for all our children and friends mm-hmm. and stuff. And I prayed, but it just it just something that he comes in. Sometimes you just have to listen to what he's saying, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so it's just different things. I, I don't know that he's, God's not tied into any box and he's not coming into Missy like he does to Bubba probably. He's going to talk right. to him in a different way or something. A I, way I, that's I, comfortable for me. Yeah. 
You know, this friend of mine always asks us, what's God telling you today? You know, what's he mm-hmm. telling you today right now? What word is he putting? And sometimes it's scripture or sometimes it's, a, and most times it is a scripture or some something spiritual, you know, that the Holy Spirit is doing in our lives and moving mm-hmm. it away, you know. So, uh, but the thing is, uh, I, I just pray for those people that don't have a hope and that don't hear him. And You know, sometimes for us, we can't necessarily go to all the people we've hurt in our lives and say, please forgive me. That's not necessarily going to happen, but we ask God to forgive us. So I know I asked you to talk about this a couple weeks ago, so I want to know what some of your input into this. Uh, you know, uh, as I got into this and praying about it and studying and putting stuff down on paper, mm-hmm. uh, it's been such a blessing in my life because I found one person that I haven't forgiven, mm-hmm. knowingly haven't forgiven. Yeah. And that was myself. Yeah. Because I've made a lot of mistakes and with my children and stepchildren and with Helen and about anybody I met, I guess I made mistakes. And it's so I, hard to forgive yourself. It is, and yeah. I really don't know how to say, Father, I forgive myself. <laughs> yeah. I choose to forgive myself. Mm-hmm. I, I'm tired of feeling guilty about what I've done in the past. Yeah. And uh, I thank the Lord for his blood that covered my sins, and he forgave me. And so. Do you think you've reconciled that, or are you still. Working on it? Well, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm at a better place than I was. Yeah. With it. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a growing thing or a learning thing. It's, as I've said a number of times, Lord's still teaching me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm thankful he is. I need to learn more and more about him. Yeah. Uh, I never will know it all, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm so thankful. Let, let me share another testimony. Okay. Because, you know, the, in Revelation it says that they overcame him, that is the devil, mm-hmm. with the word of their testimony. And they loved not their life unto themselves. But anyway, uh, years ago, about the time I met your mother and had nothing to do with her or anybody mm-hmm. on her side, someone did something wrong to me. Mm-hmm. It was wrong. Yeah. And I was so, so angry. Yeah. And uh, I remember it, I was in a lonely place at the time. Mm-hmm. And Helen had just become into my life, but that was just at the beginning. But anyway, I was looking out the windows where I lived, and there were a bunch of pine trees. I never will forget it. Mm-hmm. I was so angry, and I said, Father, why don't you give them what they deserve? Mm-hmm. And in my spirit, ever so loving, mm-hmm. but with a plain and loud voice in yeah. my spirit, Bubba, what if I give you what you deserve? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hit the floor. Right. Getting ready to go to church and uh, because of a problem I have, which is ongoing, I, I'm having trouble with buttons, my hands, buttons, and my muscle and uh, stuff. And so I was going to, uh, trying to go to church. And, uh, this was at West Ridge at the time. Mm-hmm. 
And I was praying, Lord, why am I going to church? I said, help me. I, 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 I forget the thing I was going to say that I said. Mm-hmm. But I said, this is, no, I know what I said. I said, Lord, this is hard. This is hard. I'm, I'm having a hard time to go to church. Yeah. And uh, so I go to church, and uh, as it happened, I was by myself. Mm-hmm. Nobody there with me. They were, and this is the time I could get in his presence or feel mm-hmm. his presence in worship. Right. <clears throat> and anyway, I sit there and enjoy the worship, lifting my hands and mm-hmm. praising the Lord, mm-hmm. and just being in, in the worship service. And, and the message was good. But as I was leaving, <clears throat> this uh, woman had two. She had one daughter with her. She has another one. I found out later. She came up to me and didn't know her from Matt. Yeah. She said, uh, I saw you standing there. She said, you raised your hands. And she <laughs> said, I know it's hard for you oh, to be here. The exact today. words. Exact words that I prayed. So you knew that was God. I knew it was God. I knew that he, he saw my struggle. Well, on that note, he's a gentleman in Revelations. Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Mm-hmm. Anybody who hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and sup with him and he with me. He doesn't come in unless you open the door. That's right. And if, uh, you know. That speaks volumes. Yeah, it does. He doesn't come we- in. The Christian, our relationship and, and this Christian faith is uh, God does not make you do it. He gives you a free will. You can deny him or you can accept him. Right. He is the way, the truth, and the life. That's Jesus. And that's the only way to God. But but you have a choice, you know. You, everybody that listens to these has a choice. But God yeah. uses small things. I mean, that's what we are. We think you got to have a big church and a big group. But God put us here as a, an ambassador to whoever we meet, I believe. Mm-hmm. And to, you know, whatever love that we have in him can share to through to others. Yeah. You no, know, and just bloom where you planted. You know, God plants yeah. you somewhere, bloom there. So, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just count it all joy. And decide what to do. And I was sharing with uh, Missy how much how much love that has been showered upon me in these last few months uh, especially from Helen and all that she does for me sacrifices for me and it's uh, it's very obvious that the love that, that, that comes from her flows from you through to me and not only that, 41 years ago plus, we were married and uh, uh, brought in uh, five children each way. And there was 10 of us. And sometimes at the first, it was kind of rough and uh, didn't. But how blessed I am to have all of these on both sides of the family that come and help me and the love that they show through me 
keeps me going, and I know how much you, you the Father, the Father loves me because of the love that comes through me. Someone comes every night and helps me get in bed, and uh, someone uh, they all they're always here if we need them. Even have a neighbor that that probably doesn't know you, but he's willing to come and help at times. And I just so thankful for the love that flows. I know it flows from you because it's not natural. Because you, your word, Lord, says that you that you are love, and I know that as well as anybody. I don't know really why that I'm still here. I don't know why I'm doing this every day. Uh, but uh, your thoughts are higher than my thoughts and your ways are higher than my ways. And, uh, I, I, I just trust in you, just trust in the Lord each day and those that are around me. So thankful for him. Well, it's rough sometimes. I get down. But I, I still love the Lord and trust Him. And it's, it's hard, it's, it's hard to give up when somebody is pulling so hard for you. So many people are pulling so hard for you. I can't walk and if they have to help me to go to everywhere. And, uh, you know, it's just so much love around me. It's hard to give up when you got that. And uh, uh, the Lord loves me, and uh, from, from the end, I'm thankful for him. I asked him for a long time ago to forgive my sins. I surrendered my life to him, and so whatever happens, happens. But I mean, even, even right now, he's giving me the grace to speak and, and, and not to be short of breath, so bad. So it's been such a blessing to do this. But, you know, I just, we, we just wanted to talk about the love and God pours his love out on us and, uh, uh on my whole family. I got in the floor the other day and had to call one of them. And I just, just amazed at, at the love that comes from you. So. You know, I don't know what else to say. I'm just thankful for the grace that God given for me today to do this. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm surprised by his amazing love that he does and he comes and gives. Even, I've even had friends come over and have, sit with me and walk with me and uh, talk with me and some to bring food. Uh, so it's just so amazing to me. And his love is amazing. What so, would you say to people who don't know God and are running from God? Or well, I would say you, you can't you can't hide from him. And the Bible says, "If you're in the heavens, he's there. If you're in the depths of hell, he's there." But he's if he's he's there everywhere. If you're running from him, you don't run from him. He loves you. He wants what's best for you. And you may have to give up some things you think that you want. 
but he he loves you and you can't hide from him. He knows just like with Adam and Eve hiding, he knows where you are, he knows what you do, and he but he still loves you and he cares about you. Is he gonna make your life easier? Well, in this case, he didn't. But I, 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 I know he loves me because of what I see around me and who I see around me. I guess, I guess uh, uh, the Bible says without a faith, it's impossible to please God. So you got to believe he's there for him to do stuff. So. But I'm just, I'm just amazed at his love. But I, if you if you go if you're trying to hide from him, you can give that up. He knows where you are, and he loves you. Ain't no hiding from God. Ain't no hiding from God. I hear you talking to Jesus constantly, just like the first part of this. You just were basically talking to God about what He's done for you, and I hear you do that all all throughout the house. Yeah, I talk to him all the time. And uh, I know he listens. Uh, we got about, about a, a bunch of crosses on our wall here in the den where I see a lot. And I look at the crosses and I tell him I love him because I, I know he loves me. And I tell him to tell him thank him for being there. Sometimes I question him. Say why. Why do I have to go through this? Uh, I don't have an answer. But the answer is, Bubba, I love you. So, you know, that's that's about the best answer he can give me. Right. <laughs> so, you are. I throw a stone up in here. <laughs> like at the Jerry Clouds, I climbed up in a tree, and there was a bear up in there. He said, throw a rock up here in the I said, "Might hit you." He said, "One of us got to have some relief." <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to have some relief. Oh goodness! Uh, uh, and can still make jokes. I, I just when he just showers you with stuff and with people. I got a ramp. I got a uh, uh, motorized zinger that carries me around. It's a wheelchair. A wheelchair. And uh, I got a generator that a friend gave me. I've been so blessed, or we've been blessed. Mostly I'm blessed, to, of course, through God. But Helen, oh, goodness, what she does for me. I can't believe all that she does. How, how thankful I am for her and her love for me. And her love for, for just doing stuff and uh, everyday stuff that she does. It's a, it's a, it's a, it, it is a, a, a miracle from God that he gives her that much love for me. Mm. I can't understand it. And I know you love her just as much. Oh, yeah. And y'all are just being shown God's love all around through family and friends and... yeah. He is just loving on you. That no. doesn't make it any easier. No. But. Well, it don't make it any harder, though. Yeah. And, you know, it makes me where I can go and do things. So. 
I can well, get Well, I know up. you probably need to get back on your breathing machine. Uh, well, I'm doing pretty good. Okay, yeah. well, keep going. Well, we don't have to keep doing, but I was just, uh, I'm thankful I got to do it for you. We couldn't have done a better subject that, that concerns me. Is love. I got a group of uh, men called Reds that meet. I used to meet with them. I wish I could again. They've shown a lot of love on me. Had them come over. Uh, had uh, had about a uh, man and his wife came and brought uh, Bill. Uh, Bill and Rosemary brought some something to eat, which was real good barbecue. And uh, uh, David and Gary came and helped me walk around a little bit. So it just, you know, I get, I get love showed on me everywhere. And uh, the family's the family's been so big. Every night somebody comes and helps me go to bed. And tonight is Sweet Missy, who <laughs> I'm so thankful for, to help me get this thing back in the back and do the things we do. So anyway, I I love I love the Lord. I'm thankful for Him. I don't understand. While this is keeping going on, I'm, I'm ready to go home. But God is the one that gives life, and he's the only one that can take it. What are you looking forward to when you get to heaven? I'm just looking forward to seeing Jesus. I remember that song. I see Timothy, uh, Paul, and Mark, and John, but I want to see Jesus. He's the one that died for me. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking forward to, seeing him. But uh, as long as I got breath, I'm going to praise the Lord. And I'm going to worship him. Mm-hmm. So, yes. But I will pray. Okay. Father, in Jesus' name, I enter your gates with thanksgiving. Of course, we'll pray. Thank you, Lord, that you're there and we can worship you. Lord, we have somebody that we can worship that loves us. And loves us with an un failing love, an endless love, because that's who you are. Thank you for being there. And Lord, I'm so thankful that I know you and I trust you for my salvation. And I pray, Lord, for those that may not know you and, and know you know know you know you and know that they have a place with you. So I'm gonna ask them to pray a prayer for me, with me, and just believe it in their heart and surrender their lives. Father, in Jesus' name, I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and that you raised him from the dead. And Lord, I accept that into my heart. And I, I trust Jesus. I surrender my life to him. I want to worship God in spirit and in truth. Bless me this day that I may bless others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.